401k rules for the self-employed. Hey everyone, Adam Bergman here, tax attorney and founder of Larry Financial, and welcome to another episode of AdBits. This is the first podcast in a five podcast series on solo 401k rules for every entity type from the self-employed, sole proprietorship, single member LLC, multiple member LLC, C-Corp and S-Corp. So this is going to be the first in a series of five podcasts over the next five weeks that will discuss and explore the solo 401k rules specific for the entity type. And I've gotten a lot of feedback and a lot of questions on this particular topic. And I thought, hey, why not just break it down per business type and talk about all the rules? So let's start with the sole proprietor. Sole proprietor is a default. When you have a business, whether you sell widgets or you are a consultant and you don't have an entity that's established for your business, you automatically default to a sole proprietor. And a sole proprietor does not have any limited liability protection. But on the other hand, you have no costs, right? There's no LLC filing fees or corporate fees or annual reports. But the downside is you have no limited liability protection, which would protect your assets outside of the LLC. Now, of course, you can get insurance to protect yourself. Hopefully that would be sufficient. And you can always do a DBA, a doing business as, which will allow the Adam Bergman business to do business as you know, XYZ Sunshine business, if I was in the Sunshine business, <laughs> or you know, XYZ plumbing uh, or XYZ painting. Um, Sole proprietors are super popular if you're just doing consulting work, you're a math tutor, you know, doing financial consulting or accounting consulting, whatever the case may be. Um, don't necessarily need an LLC, very, very little limited liability risk. But um, most people tend to set up entities just because it looks more professional. Uh, you get invoices in the name of the entity, you can protect maybe your identity somewhat, and you have the limited liability protection. So. The solo 401k eligibility rules are the same whether you're a sole proprietor or a C-Corp. You need to have two things. You have to have a U.S. business, okay? We all know what a business is. It could be anything. It doesn't need to be a billion-dollar business. It could actually have no revenues. You just need to have the anticipation of profit. And there could be no full-time employees other than the owners or their spouses. Spouses are not deemed full-time employees. A full-time employee is 1,000 hours for a non-owner or three consecutive years of 500 hours or more. So you can have a business with two owners and then the spouses work. That is still eligible for a solo K, even though you have two non-owner employees, spouses that work full-time because spouses under ERISA are not defined as employees. Now for a sole proprietor, you generally have just one person, right? You generally don't have employees for a sole proprietor. Um, it's just you, you're the sole owner. Technically could, I guess, but most people will just 1099 those folks. You generally don't have employees. So for a sole proprietor, it's super simple. Um, it's you know the easiest test case for the solo K. Generally, you're going to be eligible so long as you have a business. So the most popular feature of the solo K, why most people set it up, is high contributions. For 23, you could put away 66,000 or 73,500 um, if you're over the age of 50. So you have a catch-up contribution 
to take advantage of, okay? Now, how do the contribution works rules work? There's two components. There's the employee deferral and the employer contribution amount, okay? Under the employer, actually, let's start with the employee. Under the employee deferral, the most you can put away in 23 is 22,500 or 30,000 if you're over 50. Okay, that generally can be done in pre-tax or Roth. Okay, and then the profit sharing component, the employer component for a sole proprietor is 20% of the net income. Now, sole proprietors report their net income on a Schedule C. That's how they report their income. The Schedule C is an attachment to the 1040 return. Okay, so it's not a separate return. It's attached to the 1040, and that's where you have all your income, your expenses, and then you get your net Schedule C amount, which is the number that's subject to Social Security, FICA, self-employment taxes, and then the net of that is the number you're going to use for the employee deferral and the 20% employer contribution. Now, the most you can put away, as I mentioned, is 66K if you're under 50, 73,500 if you're over 50. So if you make a million dollars, you're under 50, you're going to max out to 66. Now, what happens if you make 100? Net Schedule C, you can do up to 22,500 if you're under 50, plus 20K, 20% of 100. If you're over 50, you can do the 30K plus the 20% of 100 or 20K, giving you 50 for the year. Now, when are contributions due? In the case of a sole proprietor, they're due when you file your tax return. So for the 23 year, they're due by April 15, 2024, or if you get an extension up to October 15, 2024. Okay, that's the difference where if you have a W-2 through a C or S Corp or a partnership, you would technically have to do the employee deferrals by 1231 and the employer contributions by the time the return is filed. So with a sole proprietor, and we'll see on the next episode with a single member LC, the deadline is the tax return deadline for the Schedule C slash the 1040, which is April 15th or October 15th. For the 23 taxable year, you can actually set up a plan in 24, literally up until April 15th or October 15th, and do both employee deferrals and profit sharing. For the 22 taxable year, the Secure Act 2.0 does not kick in yet. And if you set up a plan in 23, but want to make contributions for 22, you can only do the 20%. The employee deferral, you cannot do because the plan was not set up in 22. That rule has changed thanks to the Secure Act 2 which was passed in December 2022, which now allows you for the 23 taxable year, so starting basically 24, you can now set up a plan in 24 before you file your 1040 and do both employee deferral and profit sharing before um, you file your return, which is amazing because obviously we all like to procrastinate and get lazy, but now there's no excuse because as long as you've set up the plan before you file your 23 return, you're good to go and can make the contribution. So that's super, that's it. I mean, the Solo K has a lot of other popular features like $50,000 tax-free penalty-free loan. You pay the loan back over five years. The interest rate is much higher now. It's 8%, which is prime, but you're paying yourself back and you can use the loan for any purpose, personal business. You can also do traditional investments or alternative asset investments. If you have a true self-directed solo plan through IRA Financial, you set up a plan through Fidelity, you're not gonna get one. Um, very, very easy administration. If you have below 250K, no annual filing requirements with the IRS. 
above 250K, don't worry, we handle that for you. Um, if you like doing real estate and like to do leverage with most real estate investors like to do, there's an exemption for the UBIT tax, which can save you up to 37% tax on using a solo K to acquire real estate, which does not apply to IRAs. Um, has great asset and credit protection as well and has a super, super powerful mega backdoor Roth option that uh, allows you to go up to 66K or 73.5 in Roth uh, and then actually even move it to a Roth IRA. Um, so put it all together, the solo K is definitely the most powerful plan for the self-employed. And if you're a sole proprietor, it's definitely a retirement plan uh, you strongly need to consider. So there you go. I hope you guys enjoyed today's podcast. This is everything you need to know about the solo K as it pertains to a sole proprietor. If you have a single member LLC, check out the next episode. If you have a partnership or a C or an S Corp, keep listening, keep watching over the next four weeks. I'm going to tackle each entity type and the specific rules of how it interacts with the solo K. Otherwise, thanks again for spending some time here today. Please, please, please don't forget to subscribe or uh, can even give me a thumbs up. Would always appreciate it. Really um, do appreciate all the support. Have a great rest of your day and I'll see everyone again next week. Take care.